This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You're listening to the 100% LCFC podcast, brought to you by 100% LCFC and Owen Palmerakin. Hello and welcome back to the 100% LCFC podcast. Owen Palmerakin here for the 30th episode and what a show we have got lined up for you today. Do stay with us, of course. We are chatting another stunning Riyad Mahrez performance and the Italian tactics from Claudio Ranieri alongside the calculation of points that will help to keep the Foxes in the Premier League for another season. But first, let's get straight into the win that sent Leicester City back to the top of the Premier League against West Ham United on Saturday. We're joined, of course, by the ever-present Alan Young, which is a massive pleasure to have you along. But first of all, let's get straight into last Saturday's game. Alan City had haven't won at the bowling ground since 1966 until Saturday. They've broken that horrific record at Upton Park and topped the Premier League for the second Saturday in a row, thanks to Shinji Okazaki's first goal for the club, followed by a sweet finish by Riyad Mahrez as well. But what 18 performance it was, Alan. Well, absolutely. I mean, I mean, from the start of the game, you could see that we'd set up to continue to play the, the we played against Sunderland and also the way we played the, the last part, the by part of last season. And it was an absolute joy to watch. Um, some of the individual performances, once again, uh, were fantastic. Um, the pace that we had on, on the right-hand side and the left-hand side and down the middle, it, it's going to upset more and more teams this season. I'm absolutely convinced of it. West Ham couldn't really handle it. But I thought we had a slice of luck in the first half. I do think that Castro Schmeichel, I wondered where he was going. And he did that against uh, against Sunderland. He got caught coming and misjudging his, his timing of his run to come out and try and get the ball. And I think, personally, I think it was a penalty. So we've got a wee bit away, I've got away with that. Maybe they, they, they kind of loved, they deserted us in the first part of last season. But hey, you take it, the performance. It was interesting to read a couple of the stats. I'm not a great stats man, but 70% possession, West Ham. And only about 27% possession. 27% possession. I know those figures aren't quite accurate. It's run about there though. So West Ham had an awful lot of the ball, but it just shows you when you've got possession, um, it's what you do with the ball. And then when we have possession, we scored two great goals, two fantastic goals. 
City, of course, just looked better for the second Saturday in a row, didn't they? Now, one player who lit up the show again was Riyad Mahrez. He's continued his brilliant form from the first game against Sunderland. And you said last week, Alan, that he was rapidly becoming the go-to man at Leicester City. And that's really starting to become the case, isn't it? Well, I think it is. I mean, the guy is, is he's brimming with confidence. But I tell you what, I must give, I must give Mark Albright the, the, the greatest praise in the world for the way that he manufactured Raheem Maris's goal. OK, Raheem threw the, the ball so well. Uh, took his goal so well. But if you watch Mark Albright, he knows where he is. And he drags by by taking it. He drags defenders towards the ball, towards the ball, towards him. And he knows that Maris is just on the edge of the box. And at the last minute, he's created so much space for Maris. Hey, he stuck it in. Don't get me wrong. But that his job wasn't half made so much easier by Mark O'Brien. But Maris, I mean, you send him down the left hand side, he'll go, come back. You send him down the right, he'll go, he'll come back. I think maybe once or twice, if I'm going to be hypercritical, he runs up a couple of Cody sacks now and again, just for maybe doing one or two too many. Maybe he just should have a stab, even a toe poke, because he's in the six-yard box taking defenders on, which is absolutely ridiculous. How are other teams going to handle him? How will Spurs handle him? I don't know. We might just have to try and kick him. Mm, rumours emerged last night. Now, do note, listeners, that these are just rumours and nothing more. That Liverpool are interested in Marez's signature and apparently putting together a £25 million bid for his services. Alan, if, hypothetically, Liverpool did come in with a bid as large as that, could Leicester City really turn it down? I think they could. And you look at the money they were spending at the minute, and, I mean, we've not even got... I think Inla is going to be around about £5 million. You know, I, I think we've, still, we've spent nearly £30 million on four or five players. So, are we a selling club? No, I don't think the owners need to sell. I don't think they need to get, recoup the money. I think that'll come in time. Um, but twenty-five million is goodness gracious me! What did we what did we buy him for? It was peanuts for goodness sake! It was actually a uh, four hundred thousand pounds, Alan, or around that mark. Absolutely crackers, that. Whoever whoever did that business once once a knighthood for goodness sake It's absolutely fantastic. Um, what club is that? Is a tough one because I, I, we don't need the money, but what could we do with the money? Um. Personally, I don't think the supporters would be too happy if we let him go. I don't think he's going to harm. He just signed a four-year contract. Okay, contracts. Something's not worth the paper that they're written on. But um, Liverpool, $25 million. Would you? If you think, if you asked the boy, would you like to do that? I kind of think he'd be quite happy where he is. Now, Claudio Ranieri has said that Leicester City's aim this season is to stay in the Premier League for another year and slowly make their way towards those European places, sort of season after season, if you like. It is well known that around 40 points guarantees survival in the Premier League and City have a very good chance to have 12 of those by the end of August. That would mean just another 28 points would be needed to realistically stay in the division. With that in mind, Alan, how far do you think City could push on this season? You know, I know you said that you think they'll be knocking on Europe's door, but how far could City push on should they get those points by the end of August? Well, the thing is, I, 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 as a footballer and as an ex-professional footballer, I'm thinking not about 
we need enough points to avoid relegation. Yes, a few people that I was watching football with on Saturday were all saying, hey, we only need another 10 wins. I think we're safe, you know. But um, uh, not, not, not for me. I'm sort of thinking, if we can continue to play the way we're playing, if we can continue without suspensions, without injuries, if we can maybe add people like Gokhan Inla to, to the squad, might not get a game for a few weeks, but hey. And then, and, and then progress. I, I still believe if we can continue to do what we're doing, which is, which is still a throwback from last season, because it's virtually the same team as last season, um, I think we've got a tremendous chance, as, as I put it, knocking on, uh, knocking on Europe's door. And I don't, I don't see why not. We've got the ability. I don't think we're too far away, you know, from... Um, you, you talk about your Arsenal's, you talk about Chelsea's, Manchester City's, Manchester United's. I don't think we're too far behind them, you know, in terms of quality of squad. My son laughs at me when I say that, but hey... I don't send the fence, mate. You certainly don't, Alan. Finally then, Spurs arrive at the King Power Stadium this Saturday. They didn't look great against Stoke, and with Harry Kane not being quite up to speed, it could be a real opportunity against them, couldn't it, for the Foxes to pick up another vital three points. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Harry Kane's been away to the Euros in the summer. He looked a bit lethargic and stuff. He did his fitness levels. He was given a couple of weeks off. He doesn't look up to, up to his normal self. And Spurs only had one striker on the bench, which is very, very interesting. I believe they're in uh, for, the, for the West Bromwich land. I believe they're in for him. Whether they get him before Saturday, we'll have to wait and see because I like him. He's a very, very good player. Uh, Spurs in general, well, you know, I kind of wish we were playing Manchester City on Saturday. I would, I would just want to say, right, let's go play Man City. They look like they're the top dogs. They score six goals. They're top of the league. They haven't conceded. Let's see just how far we've come. Let's go and play the big boys because I think they are they are probably the top team in the Premiership at the minute. Spurs, ordinary, and I think we'll be them. We shall see, Youngie. Very much appreciate your time today. That was the voice of former City striker Alan Young there. And as we mentioned in discussion about the potential of only needing another 28 points to guarantee survival, should City beat Tottenham and Bournemouth before the month is out? And on this matter, a few of you got in touch with the 100% LCSE Facebook page. Liam Anderson says, I think any team that gets promoted has to be looking at avoiding relegation for at least two seasons. So I'm perfectly happy with the aim to stay in the Premier League. Anything else is a bonus. I think we will finish anywhere between 10th and 15th, personally. And uh, Lewis Cato has gone involved. He says, don't get carried away. Look what happened to Newcastle last season. Small steps. And finally, Ash Heggs has gone in contact. And he said, I agree. Six points clear of Sunderland already and potentially Bournemouth. Two teams that are falling behind already. I think that is the way we have to look at it, which is a very interesting point. Do join the debate on the 100% LCFC Facebook and Twitter pages throughout the week. But now let's move on as we're going to hear from City fan Chris, who joins us on the phone now. And you want to talk about the Ranieri tactics from the City game on Saturday. Pleasure to have you along, of course, Chris. Now, City were up by two goals to one, and Ranieri brought off Shinji Okazaki to bring on N'Golo Kante to shore up that midfield with around half an hour to go. Is that Italian tactics at his best? <laughs> I was watching it and I I was a bit concerned because at that particular point West Ham were getting back into the game. They'd scored and 
they were the most likely, I think, to sort of get the next goal. And I was worried that are we taking too many of our attacking options off and, um, you know, going too defensive. But it is the Italian way. Uh, it's worked things. He did very much the same in the first game against Sunderland. Um, so you, you, while it's working, you can't question it really, can you? No, you, you can't. Now, we've mentioned this to Youngie a little earlier on, but one standout performer from the game last Saturday was Riyad Mahrez who produced another stunning display. But rumours are that Liverpool are in for him with a £25 million bid. Would you take that? Of course, it is just rumours at this time, but would you take £25 million of Riyad Mahrez? Well, I, I wouldn't stop him for Balotelli, that's for sure. Um, that, that's... Uh... For what we pay for him, twenty-five million is one hell of a hell of a profit. But what? Who could we replace him with? And I know twenty-five million is a lot of money, but you not. I think if you spend that on one player just to do a direct replacement, it's so much more than sort of the rest of the um, the team. That will it cause sort of problems? I have to be honest with you. He's just signed a four-year contract. Unless, you know, it's very much a lot of it's down to the player these days, but no, I wouldn't. That sort of answered my next question, actually. If Riyad Mahrez was to leave in a big money deal before the end of the transfer window, how important would it be for City to replace him with a winger that is just as good, if not better? I think if anybody that is that good in the team leaves, as with sort of Cambiasso, you know, we're still in the position that we're still talking about who we're going to get that's going to be his replacement. Um, I think you would have to replace him. Who out there would you be able to in the time limit given, when you come to think how long we're taking to make sort of signings this window, would we get a chance to replace him before the um, transfer window closes? That would be my big worry. And it would be a hell of a loss if we, did, you know, if we weren't to replace him. He certainly would. Now let's move away from Riyad Mahrez and focus on the Tottenham game on Saturday. Of course, Spurs travel to the King Power Stadium. But last time they were here, they were lucky to walk away with all three points, weren't they? As it was one of those days where City played incredibly well, but got nothing to show for their efforts. <laughs> that was a lot of our games last season, wasn't it? <laughs> They've not had the best of starts. Kane might be doubtful, I understand, for... for uh, for, um, for Saturday uh, at the moment I would have to say you know, I, you know take Man City probably out of the equation I don't think there's anybody in there that we couldn't go and give a good account of ourselves and, and, get, and possibly get a win City appear to have eradicated that trait haven't they Chris you know of playing well and winning no points at all but in the last few games of last season and into this one as well City are now winning points both emphatically and in an ugly manner as well they're picking points up when they might not necessarily deserve them what do you think has changed from then to now? I do honestly, I'm going to take it the other way and say we haven't changed. This is how we were at the end of last season. You know, we had that fantastic run. The Tinker Man, as he's called, has come in. He hasn't tinkered that much. The only change in the starting lineups is uh, Okazaki and what a signing he looks. Um, and I, I think it is just we have carried on where we've let off, uh, where we finished off. And to be honest with you, that is all credit to Claudio Ranieri. You certainly have. Thank you very much for joining us on the 100% LCFC podcast, Chris. Remember to do get in contact with us here at the podcast. Now, we are joined by 100% LCFC's very own Ethan Lang. Um, but we're going to chat about this Saturday, Ethan. A game that could stick City back at the top of the table with nine points from the opening nine points available in the season. Do you fancy City's chances on Saturday? 
I see no reason why we can't win it. To be honest, the former on uh, Spurs, obviously not playing at the top of their ability. Uh, Kane picked up an injury at the weekend. We don't know how serious that is. They're lacking in strikers. Uh, quite shaky at the back. They always have been Spurs. So, yeah, I think we can pick up three points there for sure. City go into the game full of form, don't they? With only one injury in the shape of Matty James. Could they come flying out of the blocks again on Saturday and really put on another show for the Foxes faithful? Uh, yeah, like like we did at the end of last season, I think the start of all our games is pretty important. Uh, get at teams nice and early on, set a tempo. Uh, something we actually struggled to do against West Ham. I thought they dominated us for the first 10 minutes, but I guess that was due to being away. I think the home atmosphere really helps us in those first few minutes when we're, uh, when we're at the King Power and I think we can get at them, yeah, definitely pressure the back four. Mm, strikers seem to be a talking point every week, Ethan. Should Ranieri stick with Jamie Vardy and Shinji Okazaki, or should he maybe look at Andre Kramaric for a starting place? In other words, if you had the job of picking City strikers for Saturday, who would you play up front? I think it'd be pretty unfair to drop either Vardy or Okazaki the form they're in. Uh, Okazaki got a lot of people's vote for man of the match, obviously against West Ham. Uh, personally, went for drink water, but I can see why you would have picked him. And Vardy... Uh, just running brilliantly down the channel was dangerous on the break and he can also create something on his own so I think obviously Ujoa the top scorer last season uh, Kramerich obviously got a lot of potential as well but at the moment neither of them really showing any reason why they should be ahead of Vardy and Okazaki mm, You mentioned Danny Drinkwater there Ethan and the midfield will be another selection headache for Ranieri this week how good have Danny Drinkwater and Andy King been and also it's nice to see Drinkwater back with a little bit of form isn't it? I think they're absolutely marshalling it uh, been a lot more impressive than I was actually expecting if we're being honest I think a lot of people thought uh, Conte would waltz into the first team once we'd signed him in pre-season but uh, Drinkwater and King often accused of being a bit of a lightweight partnership I thought they did really well uh, stopping quick breaks through the midfield creating stuff going forward I think when uh, Conte came on to help them out in the last 10 minutes against West Ham they looked even more solid but yeah, I think the two of them should stay for now. Mm, I certainly agree with you, Ethan. Thank you very much for joining us on the 100% LCFC podcast today. But I'm afraid that is all we've got time for for today's show. Thank you very much for tuning in. And thank you to our guests that have joined us throughout the show as well. We'll be back next week with the next edition of the podcast. And you can also keep your eyes open for any news on the 100% LCFC Facebook and Twitter pages. And also on the website as well at www.lesterfantv.com. And do get in contact with the show as well. We'd love to hear from you. You can find all the details on how to do that in the description of this track. So, can City make it three wins out of three at the start of the Premier League season? We'll know come 5pm on Saturday. But until then, it's goodbye from everyone here at the 100% LCFC podcast. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.